0: You were just listening to This Feeling by the Chainsmokers here on 106.9 Tune FM. I'm James and I'm joined in the studio today by Anne Pender. Hello. Welcome Hi, to the James.
1: studio. Hi, James. Hi. Nice to be here.
0: Yes. Um, you've come in to talk a little bit about Les Murray, haven't you?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Um, this is due to his tragic passing yesterday, I think.
1: Yes, Les Murray died yesterday. He's a giant of Australian literature and poetry, and today we mourn him and remember all his great work.
0: Would you able to tell us a bit about his great work?
1: Well, uh, Les is an interesting figure, and I think the most important thing to consider or remember uh, about Les is the depth and range of his poetry. He wrote in so many forms, he's really regarded as a, a, a really powerful lyric poet and that was sort of the the majority of his, of his poems are written as lyric poems. But he wrote narrative poems, he wrote verse uh, novels, if you like, and he experimented with form all his life. So as a poet, he was incredible. He was well-known in Australia and all over the world. He was a global poet. I first met him in London some years ago when I was working at King's College London at the Menzies Centre for Australian Studies and we hosted him and I realised in meeting him and in talking to him and spending time with him when he would visit us that he was doing these extraordinary tours of the country and he would go to a lot of small places, not just cities. He went around England and Wales and Scotland regularly reading his poetry, speaking to people and promoting, I guess, the oral tradition of poetry. So he was incredible in that way, in the way he reached out to people and brought them the joy of his work.
0: He sounds like a very interesting individual. Yes. Would you like to tell us a bit about his life?
1: Well, he had a a, a sad childhood in that his, uh, his mother died from medical complications, I think, of an ectopic pregnancy when he was 12. And he came home from school because his father collapsed. And I, I, I've i heard him talk about this. His father was so uh, dis- distressed and depressed for f- five years, I think, that Les had to step in and, and kind of look after him. So that was a huge thing that happened. He lived in a rural area. He went to Sydney University, but he he was no conformist and he Didn't attend lectures. He kind of self-taught. He did a lot of reading. He interrupted his studies to go travelling. He came back to it, finished the arts degree later. But his life was really characterised by a lot of travel for poetry. He also was a poetry editor. He was a translator of poetry. And he was simply somebody who educated people about poetry by reading it, by reciting it, by talking about it.
0: Tell us a bit about his poetry. What makes it so special?
1: Well, there are many, many uh, dimensions to his poetry. But I think what a lot of people like and remember is the warmth of his observations of ordinary working people and particularly people on the land, rural people, people he would have observed every day and talked to and mixed with in on the land but he also wrote philosophical poetry and complex poetry about ideas and about social conditions and history so he was really a, a a giant in the literary way of of covering so many forms always exploring never stopping or pleasing or appealing to popular taste he was his own person he was authentic but I think it is that warmth of some of the poetry, the closeness of observation, that we remember and we we like about Les's work.
0: So he wrote almost thirty no, um, not novels, uh, volumes, didn't he?
1: Yes. He, well, he wrote numerous volumes, and he won numerous prizes. He really was uh, probably one of the the great poems of our poets of our time. Maybe one of the four or five best of of our time building on a tradition of Judith Wright, another poet from this region, um, but totally aware and informed by traditions and currents in poetry all over the world. He was translated into, I don't know, 20 languages. When I lived in Copenhagen, I visited there as a professor there some years ago. There were scholars there who'd spent their scholarly lives working on Les Murray. So he's known all over the world. And yet he has this quintessentially Australian register, if you like.
0: Do you have a favourite work of? This?
1: <laughs> I have many favourites. i I brought in a couple, um one of them is a really well-known sort of favourite poem by Lairs, and the amazing thing. It's called The Mitchells, and uh, it's what Jeff Page has described it as a masterpiece of the laconic. And it's this observation of two men. Sitting on a pole doing in their lunch break. And the thing about this poem is that it's actually a a traditional form, it's a sonnet, and yet that doesn't matter. That's an 800 year old form, but it's written in plain language and it doesn't conform exactly to the rhyme scheme of the sonnet. I'll just read the first couple of the first four lines The Mitchells. I'm seeing this. Two men are sitting on a pole they have dug a hole for and will, after dinner, raise, I think, for wires. Water boils in a prune tin. Bees hum their shift in unthinning mists of white berseria blossom under the noon of wattles. The men eat big meat sandwiches out of a styrofoam box with a handle. One is overheard saying, drought that year, yes, like trying to farm the road. That was more than four lines, but it gives you the sense of the poem. He wrote a lot about drought, which is timely at the moment, and he wrote a lot about the land. But he also wrote, as I said, these philosophical uh, poems where he questioned Australian values and directions in Australian life. One of those great ones, if you don't mind, was called The Suspension of Knock. I won't read that one, but it comes from a collection called subhuman redneck poems from 1996 I think it was where uh, which is regarded as one of the greatest and certainly uh, my some of my favorite works are in that collection that's one to go back to because it it is timely still it is timeless and it questions what what are we doing as Australians who are we of course he was here at UNE in 1978 as a uh, writer-in-residence. He had an honorary doctorate from here. Uh, he was well known in Armadale because he came up to read poetry at the bookshops and at the university on many occasions.
0: That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Do you have any sort of closing remarks, if you will, <laughs> since we're nearly at I, the time? I
1: think, I think we will be reading Les Murray's work for a very long time. It's a sad day uh, to have lost such a, a figure such an important figure who won so many prizes and who's, who touched so many lives in Australia and abroad and who wasn't afraid to be himself. He wasn't afraid of a public stash or to commit to his own values. He was contrary in some ways. He, he got into some pretty serious fights about poetry and about funding for the arts and many other topics as well. I I refer people to the enjoyment of the poetry. It is really warm. It is really moving. It is complex. It's original. It's inimitable and it bears rereading. It is really worth reading and I hope we're reading him for a long time. I think we will be.
0: Thank you. Fantastic. Do you, uh, just before you go, do you have a recommendation for if someone's never read um, a poem of his before, which one they should read first?
1: I'd go to that one, The Mitchells, because it is so funny and so dry uh, and it, it, it shows you just what his interests are and that sort of somewhat sly sense of humour. Um, but also that one I mentioned, The Suspension of Knock, If you're interested in the longer song cycles, the Bula Tari holiday song cycle is fantastic. There's also, in the short form, he wrote a collection of pocket-sized poems. It was called Poems the Size of Photographs and they're all very short. And they are also very good for getting the the sense of him and his interests. But that collection, the Subhuman Redneck Poems, is really terrific to go back
0: to. Fantastic. Thank you very Thank much you, for James. coming in. Thanks for having
1: me. That June FM!